Read fellas, everybody. Welcome, welcome. We got Morgan, we got Jamal, we got me, Jordan. It is episode 116. Welcome, welcome. January it is. January. Yes, it be. Yes. We are in the throes of Jan. How you doing, Jamal? Doing good, doing good. Big, big chilling. January, I got a birthday coming up. Yep, yep. Actually, how old are you gonna the be? day after this releases will be my birthday. You'll be 23. I will be 25. So send Jamal that birthday love. 25. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> send Jamal that birthday love. Readfellows at gmail.com. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's, uh, I guess, get right into it. What do we got to talk about, everybody? Dig it up. Put it on. We just bought a uh, a new side table for our couch. More importantly, we bought a floor lamp. A floor lamp as well, which we actually got to take home. Mm. Side table on order, y'all. Yeah, th- uh, th- it's actually okay. three side tables, um, the Russian doll style. The reason why I bring it up because the side table itself is not interesting, but <laughs> uh, we went to the same store that we bought our couch from, okay. and we went to the other store for the floor lamp, right? I mean, I'm just telling you this for the first time now, but we went to a different store <laughs> yep. and we saw the floor lamp, but the base was kind of thick and our couch is very, uh, it doesn't have a lot of um, clearance clearance <laughs> in the bottom. So we weren't sure if it would fit and I didn't measure because we didn't expect to go buy a floor lamp. But then since we went to the other store where we bought our couch from and I happened to have a tape measure on me, I was like, I'll just measure that. Boom, diggity. Now we know. Yeah. And if it's enough. We'll get that measurement, go back and see if it'll fit <laughs> to the other store. And these stores are like two blocks away from each yeah. other, so it's not that big a deal. So we that worked that. out. Mm-hmm. Got the measurement. Well, okay, so we walk into the, the store. Oh, my Christ. To buy the fucking end table, side tables, sorry. And mm-hmm. same thing. Are those the same? Yeah, they're fine. End table is like for bedrooms, side table is for couches. Well, bedrooms have nightstands. Nightstands. Yeah. Nightstands, side tables, <laughs> end tables. Armoire. <laughs> They're all the same thing. It just they change depending on where you place them. Yeah. So we walk in and we get greeted by a very uh, sprightly old <laughs> lady. How old would you would you say? She's she probably sixty five. And she's like, "Hello, hey guys. Uh, let me know if we can help you out. My name's Cindy. Just let me know." Right, yeah, we're just looking at anything you guys getting uh, looking up in particular. Like, oh no, just look for uh, like probably just a side table, maybe a floor lamp. They didn't have any floor lamps, but she didn't let me know that. Um, she's like, okay, yeah, just let holler me down. My name's Cindy. And then Morgan looks at her name tag and goes, Your name isn't really Cindy Lou Who, is it? <laughs> and on her name tag, it says Cindy Lou Who. Uh, and then she goes, Of course, no, it's not. I just, <laughs> people started calling me that around Christmas. And I said, Can I put it on my name tag? And they said, No, yep. she said, Can I uh, greet customers by saying, Welcome to Whoville? Yeah, uh, and they're like, go for it, and yeah. she's happy about that. Very stoked. <laughs> Big mistake that yeah. Morgan bonded up with her. Real hard, because now this lady mm-hmm. is best friends. Gonna be um, on her asses the entire time. <laughs> yep. So I I took an immediate. I, I didn't want to deal with her. I was having a rough day yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of let Jordan talk to her because I was my patience level was not high. Yeah, she had a lot of love to give. She had a lot going on. She needed to take five deep breaths and five then try deep again. Xanaxes. Yeah. She so <laughs> 
we start walking around and then we look at the couch and I and I bust out my tape measure to get that clearance measurement. <laughs> and she's like, "Hey, what you guys doing?" <laughs> and we just like decide to cuz right now we're not annoyed by her yet. So we decide to be okay. um forthwith with with, <laughs> with with the knowledge. Yeah. And we're like, "Oh, we just, you know, we we bought this couch earlier and uh we have another sec- another piece armless chair coming in." And we just wanted to get measurements to see how big the armless chair was going to be. Starts giving us wrong info. She starts like, let me know. And she would always say stuff and go like, all right, well, you know, like it's do this, do that. Ha! And she'd laugh after everything she'd say. So whatever, not a big deal. She's like, let me know when you find a side table you like. Okay. okay. <laughs> Finally walk around the whole store at the very end. Find one. Oh, this will work nice. Tiered Russian doll fucking side table we got going on over here i'm like ring this one up she's like oh yeah you get a couple of these like just a yeah. couple of these and and three and she's like i guess it comes with three so you got three right there and i'm like oh yeah yeah you know so that's all i need and then you know just mm-hmm. a side table it's all it's all i require she's like, okay yeah, cool let me uh write it all down and she's talking <laughs> out loud as she has to write down the entire serial number <laughs> hwc oh okay let me look at this oh four four zero zero and what do we got here a three eq i guess that totally makes sense there's three of them makes sense it would be a three eq okay and i'm like oh my okie doke so you want me to f- you want me to she shouldn't say fucking them <laughs> she's like you want me to uh <laughs> Get uh get these on order. Or we I, I can check to see if in the they're in the warehouse. I'm like, yep. Whatever the next step is, I would like to yeah. buy one of these. You know, <laughs> yeah. How whatever that process takes place, go ahead and <laughs> fucking take me there. She goes, okay. Yeah. Let me go see if if we have them in the warehouse. Cross your fingers. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I would I would think that no matter where it's at, I could buy this, right? Otherwise, it wouldn't be out here, right? So she, t- I go up to the counter. Morgan's not with me at this point. She goes to the bathroom. She's like, I can't do it. I go, I go, I go to the counter. She's typing away, and she's of course talking out loud as she's typing. Why is that screen up? Oh, I have to close this button. I have to close that button. Okay. Wow, this thing just is keeps pestering me. Okay. Oh yeah. So what's your uh, name? And I'm like, here's my name. And she's like, what's your address? Here's my address. What's all this, Morgan? Eventually comes and distracts me. Hey, we should buy this cleaning product. And I'm like, there's too many things going on. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you want that cleaning product too? And I'm like, I guess. Throw it on there. And then she told us a fun story about how she was eating Asian sauce for lunch and wearing a beige sweater. And she dipped her elbow into her Asian sauce. And she used this cleaner on her beige sweater. And all of her coworkers said she should bring it in as a sample because it took it right off. Yeah, so we're buying this cleaner. It's an upholstery wow. cleaner to clean to clean a couch, but she is raving about how it yep. can also clean sweaters. <laughs> Amazing. She's like, okay, yeah, we have 48 of them. And I'm like, oh. great. She's like, so yeah, we can get you a few of them if you want. I'm like, just uh, just the one is fine. I'm getting it. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Like now I'm getting, like before I was sort of laughing at all the laughs. Like I'm leaving them sure. out of the story. She's laughing after everything she's saying. And I, of course, I yeah. was like giggling with her. Whatever, we're, we're masked up, so it's. I'm, I'm hoping yeah. she can see the smile through my eyes. But eventually, I mm-hmm. am not laughing at it. I mean, I just it's it's exhausting <laughs> and it's disingenuous. Yeah. If I keep doing this, so <laughs> it brings all that up, and then she's printing stuff. And every time she hits the print button, she goes, "Do you hear the printer?" <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'm like, yeah, I could hear I could hear the printer. She's like, sometimes the music overhead, like I can't tell if the printer's going. I'm like, you could just walk. It's the, li- the printer's literally like seven behind feet her. behind her. <laughs> and I'm like, why don't you just go look? You're like, <laughs> and then and she. Oh by the way, she's not God. printing just one like receipt out. She's she's printed out like four things throughout this whole transaction every time. Do you hear the printer? Yep, <laughs> the printer is obviously going. Whether or not it's my paperwork or there's other people being checked out, I don't know. But the printer is running. Is that what you want mm-hmm. to know? Well, you got the magic ears, you know. Right, of course. She could sense you're you're an, you're an audiophile. <laughs> I mean, I get it. She's old. She, her hearing is probably not good. Maybe don't go by your ears for whether the printer is running. Right. If it was like her eyes. first sale or something. She was so excited. So excited and definitely was not happy that it was just one side table. She yeah. wanted me to get three. We can get a few. Three of them. Of them. Yeah, we could give. I can. We have. They have forty-eight of them, so we can. <laughs> I can just throw a few on there for you. Don't want a few. I just want one. Yeah. Well, you technically do want three. <laughs> Thanks, Morgan. That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> she prints out the form that she's like, okay. This is just like, and she's like giggling, like nervously, like. I know this is kind of weird, but just signature here to make sure you understand that uh, you you check for damages yourself, and you're you're totally in the right to check for damages before you take it home and just initial all these fucking sentences. There's so many sentences, so many that don't apply to me. Like you understand that if you're buying leather, then it's this. It's like nothing. It's like this is so irrelevant. So I fucking initial everything. Then she's like, you're buying that cleaning product, so let me print this out for you. And this is just a, you sign this away to, to let us know that you're buying a cleaning product. I don't know why. Like, I guess so they know that I'm not making bathtub meth or something. <laughs> and she sells that to me. I sign that. And then she hears the reason. Re- you hear the printer? I, oh, I definitely heard the printer. <laughs> she's hitting the print button. And she's like, she hits print. And it's just like, do you hear the printer? So <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. How long would you say the whole transaction took? 15 minutes? Oh, my God. At least 15 minutes. I mean, I was just like, hurry up. Yeah, it was Cindy crazy. Lou, who? I was like playing foosball <laughs> with myself. The fuck? What does that mean? They have foosball <laughs> tables. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then <laughs> I was like sitting literally. in a chair <laughs> playing games on my phone. I was like, holy shit, man. Yeah, so eventually we were able to leave. And with no end table. With no end table. It'll <laughs> come in 10 to 14 days, apparently, to the warehouse. I have to go pick it up there. And you bought, you said you bought this from the same place you ordered your couch from? Yeah. Yeah, you're not, you're never going to see that fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> 10, to, 10 to 14 weeks. Yeah. So we go back to the uh, first store with the floor lamp. And when I measured it originally, the, the clearance, I was like, it's about an inch and three quarters. I'm just to be safe, because it was on carpet. So it's kind of hard. I had to press into the carpet and our couch is not on carpet. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, it's about an inch and three quarters. Let's say an inch and a half to be safe to make sure the thing can go under. And we go, I measured the floor lamp and it was like a little bit more than an oh, inch and wow. three quarters. It oh. was like right there on that. Line. I was like, oh shit, whatever. Let's just buy it. So we buy it fucking like a glove. This thing slides under <laughs> our couch. It's perfect. So that was a cool purchase. Uh, Other purchases pending. We got a piano. I have not heard about when the piano is coming still. But going back to Mm. the email, definitely was like, it's coming early 2021 and then gave me a lot of, a lot of, uh, they really harped on that I could get a refund for this. Oh. So that worried, that's a little Mm. worrisome. Like it might take a long time. 
They're like, you're in line. Like, you're next in line to get it. Not next, but like, you hold your place in line. Yeah. But if you want, you can get, you can totally get a refund. Like, it's going to, we know it's taking a long time. So here's an easy way for you to get your refund. And I was like, shit. But I'm not getting a refund. I hope this piano comes. Yeah. I like it. Come. Pod Bart. Did you guys um, receive a package? <laughs> no. I mean, we've received packages. <laughs> I don't think we've received a package Fuck that we uh, have not accounted for. <laughs> um, did you receive a package on Friday? No. She's... Fucking shit. I sent you guys something. <gasps> oh, yeah? For Christmas? I sent it through Amazon, said it was delivered, and you guys didn't say anything. I was like, oh, they're probably just waiting to talk about it on the pod, but now I'm fucking worried that- What the fuck? They sent it to, I, that I, maybe I put in the wrong address or something. Was there something? It said it was delivered, and it had a picture in front of your guys' doorstep. Maybe it's still there. Have you checked the front doorstep in a no. while? Should I go check right now? Go check. I'm and gonna go check. tell me if, where the laundry's go at. Go check. If someone didn't steal it. I can hear the laundry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear the printer? <laughs> can you hear the printer? Yeah, we can keep this thing going, Morgan. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing fine. <laughs> I am doing A-OK. I think it's funny that you're like, I was in such a bad mood at a shitty day beforehand, and you're like, I didn't want to deal with this lady, and yet it was you who was like, who your name's not really Cindy <laughs> Lou Who. I know, but as soon as I realized <laughs> what, of you. what kind of woman she was, I was like, oh, shit. I fucked this up. I mean, this isn't me shitting on you, but this is just, if, if it would have been me yeah. and I would have been in your state, I would have realized, of course, her name's not Cindy Lou. Who. I'm <laughs> not going to, that's a trap. I'm not going to engage <laughs> and ask any questions about her fucking name. Well, tag, it caught I me off guard and I didn't want to seem like I was just staring at her tits. Oh, nice. We got it. <laughs> is it there? Yeah. Well, we got God. it. <laughs> we got the package. Nice. Hell yeah. Here's the thing about Amazon. They don't ring our doorbell anymore. Yeah. They just leave shit <laughs> and assume you get the, the well, email. Fucking A. So yeah, you got notified, but we yeah, never the got email notified. email went to me. <laughs> yeah. And we leave out of our garage, so we just never <laughs> open our front door. That is fucking funny. Yeah. I'm glad it was still I'm glad there. glad no one took it. All right. On pod reveal. Can I do this? Hell yeah. It's an unboxing. Yeah. Open it up. On pod. All right. It is in, in, in an Amazon Prime box. Oh, <laughs> my God. Ooh. I brought the scissors with me. Prepared. <laughs> oh shit the fucking oh, oh tight what is it it's fucking laser tag <laughs> oh my god oh my god hell yeah hell we're about dope. to zippity zap each other <laughs> i feel like you got a fucking big ass you know house you know <laughs> you could fucking fucking shoot each other with some laser beams That's okay this dope. is the pod pick everybody so <laughs> there is a fuck yeah the kid who is on the front cover of this <laughs> is totally having a good time. Look at this kid. Oh, what a cool kid. <laughs> Look how he's he's like coming as he's shooting this laser. <laughs> he's so relaxed. <laughs> Here's what I imagine the dialogue is. Hey, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, cool. I haven't seen this the box. Cool. So I'll take a picture of it. <laughs> okay. This will be the podcast back that I'm taking live. Take it up okay. live. <laughs> Oh, man. You got two of them for us. Wait. Mm -hmm. So we have four total? Four beams? I don't know how this works, man. I don't know. (laughs) Because there's no, like, vests. I think you you shoot the gun. gun. Oh, you have to shoot their gun. Yeah. But, yeah, um, uh, Ian and Nicole have some. So 
it's fun to play with the kids and i was like fucking i'm gonna send a, some of these to jordan Morgan. nice these are fucking a blast and a half <laughs> here we go all right thank you so much jamal that's very kind thank you yeah you're very welcome <laughs> i got you he's the laser tag model he's the one they went with dude he's got a he's he's a role we need to talk about kevin (laughs) he's walking the line between this is really fun but i'm also really cool when i'm doing it yeah exactly i'm so fucking good at this game (laughs) (laughs) oh you just got one of these i've had these for years (laughs) (laughs) that's what's gonna happen that's gonna be me next time i visit (laughs) I've got way more experience. Bring a friend because we got four. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can ask Cindy Lou Who if she'd like to. Oh my gosh, right. she would. Go. She would definitely be we down. We could play in fucking, furniture. Row. I would fucking demolish her. Oh my god, playing in a furniture store—that's that ideal. I know, a great idea, right? Oh yeah, that's hella fun. You can set up bases. I'm like Cindy Lou Who. Just give me that backdoor <laughs> password. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded weird. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Jamal, you have the new iPhone, right? Do you have a wireless charger with it that magnetically sticks to the back? I don't have the iPhone 12. I have the iPhone 11. But I do have a wireless charger. Oh, does it work with it? Yeah. You didn't just buy it for fun? For future, <laughs> uh, yeah. future devices? I actually have it set up in, 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 the, in my little studio area. It's for specifically for when I have my headphones plugged in so I can charge my phone while I'm podcasting. Oh, that's tight. So but so you don't have a wireless charger like by your bed while you're charging? No. No, I just use the regular plug-in fast charger. Okay. But you regularly, I would assume, hold your phone while the thing is charging? No. Never. He doesn't have a magnet. I set it down. It's like a little pad. Oh, it doesn't magnetically click. Not to his. He doesn't have a magnet. No, I just I just set it down. Yeah, I don't have a magnet on the 11. Oh, I didn't realize. So you can that. go ahead and just talk to Morgan. I'll just talk to Morgan about this. Because <laughs> the magnet's pretty okay. tight because it's e- like it'll always fucking hit, you know? Fucking put it on the desk. You don't have to line anything up. Boom, charging. Right? We've mm-hmm. talked about this already. Right, but what we haven't talked about is how I am starting to feel a little bit like a Chuck McGill over here with okay. this thing. Oh, no. When I'm holding on to it, I just feel like something is happening to my hand. And okay. I can, and you can rub it, like rub the, the back. It's, and occasionally, I feel like when it's working, there's a little bit of a vibration that's happening. It's like, <laughs> like you can feel it. It's like it doesn't feel just jet smooth. It feels like okay. something's happening. Well, I don't ever like touch it when I, it's in use because I don't have it by my bed. Fuck I need I need someone to relate to it because I because I def, that's what I do I plug it I, it's magnetically charged and then I'm holding it yeah but it, it's a limiting factor for me because I just feel like something's not like I don't know what's happening and I've looked it up online no one says anything it's like how to use it like oh, you're like the efficiency of your wireless right. nothing is about like hey is this gonna give me hand cancer mm-hmm. if I'm holding on to right. this thing like how direct is this wireless charging or am I getting my, is my hand getting beamed right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would just suggest you don't do that, probably. But that how fucking, that's just a step backwards in technology to me, then. Well, it's not proven yet. And I mean, my head is right next to it while it's charging. It's right <laughs> next true. to me on the nightstand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The bed's side table. Well, what, how do you feel about all this 5G shit people are talking about? I've looked it up, and there's like, some people are like, oh my god, 5G is so fucking dangerous. I know this is not, exa- this is not what you're talking about exactly, but... 
but with these new iPhones are 5G, and there's all this 5G buzz. Yeah, that's all bullshit. On whether it's safe yeah, it's or all not. Horseshit. Yeah, it's all bullshit. Yeah. It's horseshit. But I, but I can't help but feel like a Chuck McGill sometimes. I'll be laying in bed, and I'm just holding the phone like right at my chest, like over <laughs> my heart. I'm like, but what if? <laughs> what if it's just beaming shit right, and I'm going to get heart cancer? Right. You know? Well, I mean, there is very small amounts of radiation, I mean, that's what it is, mm-hmm. these fucking radio waves, very tiny amounts of radiation. But, I mean, there's multiple factors why it's probably not going to be the thing that gives you cancer. One, there's many other things that by multiple factors would cause cancer before the tiny amount of radiation that your phone gives you. Mm-hmm. Two, I mean, the radiation drops off exponentially with distance, so having it right up against your testes might fucking ball cancer you like might increase the risk by by like a blip. Mm -hmm. I still wouldn't worry about it, Mm -hmm. but it's this wireless charger that just seems like a powerhouse. Okay. How about uh, radiation treatment? Do you think that could cause problems? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, that's cranked up yeah. quite a bit. I also feel like radiation is like a like a trigger word. Like people hear the word radiation, and it's like it's like the word chemical for people. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I mean there's a lot. Yeah, there's levels. Radiation to this, yeah. is also a very general word. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Things ra- there's all kinds of radiation. They definitely told me like you you know you could definitely get a second cancer from this treatment and also like all your ribs could crack and your heart would just fall out of your body well that's what i'm saying because it's it's, it's <laughs> actively oh, weak your butt. like radiation it's weakening the bones if it's yeah. touching your bone and stuff like things are getting weak and that's what i feel like is happening in my fingers <laughs> when i'm holding onto my phone and it's charging <laughs> i feel like my hands are the bones are getting brittle yeah not your butt knuck but your hand knuck the front knuck yeah my actual knuck <laughs> mm. I don't know. If, I, I just I couldn't find any research on it. I didn't do it for that long because I'm really not actually t- that worried about it. But sure, I can't relate to you. I, I unfortunately I just don't use that. Yeah. Does anybody still use that? <laughs> Anyways, what do you got, Jamal? Um, you guys uh, hear about uh Liam Neeson? No. His wife? Uh, no. What about his wife? Or him? Him looking for a black person to kill? Oh no no no. No, no, no! That's old news. <laughs> there's, there's new news about 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 Liam Neeson. How he's an honest thief. He's <laughs> here's the tagline for honest thief. Hey, I took this from you. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. And Noah. Apparently, he uh, pisses his pants unapologetically. Oh, that's a bold move. Is he an alcoholic? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's just a ton of maybe. There's a ton of pictures I've seen of him like standing next to people. What the hell? And he's just got a huge wet patch in that his is, crotch. That is some sort of a mental illness. There's no way that you're just pissing your but, pants because it's fun. It's so obnoxious to pee your pants. Obnoxious? Yeah. <laughs> it's like wet and like not comfortable and like... But obnoxious is that that's not the right word obnoxious because most people who pee, the, pee their pants are not doing it on purpose it's not an obnoxious move it's a fucking <laughs> embarrassing move it's a no but it's like it's even if he's like oh i just want to like show these people that i don't care that i'm gonna piss my pants it's like it's inconvenient to do oh yeah that's what i'm saying yeah i don't see any positives right other than i guess not holding it but the thing is is that these these pictures i've seen it's not like this is a full piss. Like he's he's letting some out and then holding it. 
You know what I mean? Because if it was a full piss, he'd be running down his leg. You no, know? because it's never a full piss. Because he's always pissing his pants. So it's only a little oh, bit. Oh, he's only ever got a little bit in the tank. Yeah, he's never filling that tank all the way up. Do you think that he just doesn't know how to hold it? Like he's incapable of it? And then he's he's uh, sort of turned it and been like, hey, no, I do it because I like to. He's owning it. Maybe. There's no way. I feel like that's the only way that this is possible because no one does that. When you when you click on the link, I'm looking it up right now, really looking it up, and it takes you to Twitter, <laughs> and it does the thing where it says the following media includes potentially sensitive contact <laughs> content. Like you have to like tap to view it, and it's just a bunch of pictures of Liam Neeson with wet patches. It's fucking funny. Yeah, that's highly disturbing. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't know about that. It is weird. Look it up. You think it started after his wife died? He's I didn't like, know his wife fuck died. Life. Yeah, his wife uh, like hit her head on like oh, she, something. They were skiing or something? Yeah, and she hit her head and died. Yeah. Tragic. Like days later? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm fine, and then dead. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That happens mostly to people skiing. Let the man pee his pants. Yeah, so now, now it's like everyone was so nice to him after that, like, we're really sorry. Or like, he's like, "How much can I get away with?" And he's like, "I'm gonna start peeing my pants. <laughs> just see if these people will say something to me, like treat me like a real person again, yeah. instead of right. pussyfooting around." Weird, Qui Gon. That's a Qui Gon move. Social, like, exp- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that. That's your science update. Yeah, <laughs> that's my science update. Word up. Let hell? me switch my laundry. Oh, Morgan's gonna switch her laundry. Pink in my pants because I don't give a shit and my lightsaber's green and so was my piss. Raza ghoul. I'm taking I'm taking a pee. I'm taking I'm taking a pee. <laughs> Schindler's piss. <laughs> There's so many good ones. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I go to the bathroom now. <laughs> Jesus. All that pee talk. Pee talk. Is he an Ewok? Star Wars? Qui Gon? Taking a pee. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Peason. <laughs> yeah, that one was right there. We didn't even see it. <laughs> oh, I saw it eventually. <laughs> yeah. All right. She's putting her headphones on and she's taking a pee. All that pee talk. All that pee talk, Liam Nee. Pee talk, Liam Peason. All right. That's just how I feel. That's just how I feel, y'all. Yeah. I'm coming to realize that these are more very nitpicky. They're not big deals. (laughs) Right. Okay. As in the case with this next one, uh, I'm I'm not a fan of the phrase... It's like they're from two different planets. Okay. First of all, it just it does a disservice to the level of diversity that is on this planet. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're referring to like the physics or geology of something where it's literally like from a different planet, you know, gravity and rocks and such. We haven't discovered any other we we haven't discovered any other life forms out there. Mm-hmm. So any life form that you're speaking to when you say that phrase, it's of Earth, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, I think that it's just a saying. You know of course, I mean? it's nitpicky, but <laughs> I just, to me, when people say that, it, stop pretending like your neck of the woods summarizes Earth. <laughs> you know <laughs> what you what you're really meaning to say is oh it's like they're from two different countries or cultures mm-hmm. it's like you're from two different planets no you're, they're from a country that you've never visited right. so it's a little weird <laughs> but to me it's like you could say it's like they're from two different countries and that should hold the same weight and meaning as it's like they're from two different planets it's like that saying they're from two different planets is just one it's inaccurate and two it weakens saying it's like they're from two different countries which I should be able to deliver the the killing punch okay. of what you're trying to say. The one punch man. Here, here's punch. the thing is I think we've already gone too far that to reel it back in, it's, you know, the, the with the, uh, the exaggeration factor, it's not going to happen. It's like people who say literally when they mean figuratively and people are like, you're supposed to say figuratively. But if think about it, if you were in a situation where like, oh, that's like figuratively is like... It takes all the all the all the punch <laughs> yeah. out of what you're saying. No, but in those situations, you just don't say, just don't add a fucking thing in front of it. Just say the word like. Oh, it's like this. Don't be like it's like literally, <laughs> like literally is just an extraneous word at that point. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't like when people say literally incorrectly as well. That's just sappy. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, language evolves. You know, these are these things called egg corns. You know what this is? No. So an egg corn is like what the word that we use now, but it derived from an original meaning that actually makes sense. It has roots. Mm-hmm. But then people said it wrong for so long that the original one has been like phased out. Like we don't even use it anymore. So egg corn is what we used to call acorns. Like having a temper. Right, right, like that. Yeah. So there's one that I was thinking of. This is uh, maybe falls into that's just how I feel. But there's like a, so there's a line in the office where Michael Scott says, "Oh, how the turntables." Yes. Yeah. And now I feel like I hear people saying that unironically, like young younger folks say that. And they don't realize that they're, it's, oh, how the tables have turned. Like they have. Their, all their parents watched The Office. Yeah. And then now are quoting The Office and they don't understand that that's what it's they're doing. It's definitely exactly. from The Office. Because yeah. I say it, yeah. or we used to say it all the time, like in high school or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Referencing mm-hmm. The Office. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. That it's a joke, that it's like obviously. It be, and, and it does sort of take on it. It's like everyone knows what you mean when, you, when you're saying that. But it's like obvious there's a connection to the reference, whereas I think there's a disconnect with the younger generation. That is so And I hear these kids funny. fucking saying it and not realizing that it's a joke. That it's wrong. That is hilarious. But that's how that shit comes about. There are situations where I feel like having an egg corn is legitimate. Or it's like, yeah, sure, the word didn't originally mean that, but it's taken on its new use. But then there are other situations where with the word exists still to mean the other thing like literally does have a definition it's not like the word literally literally's original definition has faded you know we still use that so right but you're just but we're still (laughs) but then you're just being a grammar nazi you know which is fine to a degree because because time has to pass for them to be phased out anyways time has to elapse for that thing to get phased out and the new thing to be completely adopted 
So whether it will or it won't depends on how gung-ho we are about keeping literally as literally and figuratively as figuratively. Sure. The amount of people that, that keep keep it up or don't. Sure, but I'm just saying there would have to be a replace. The only way that that transition would take place is if a true replacement for the word literally came into place. Like, what would you say? No, no, no. If something literally no, 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 happened. No, it's, no, you say literally instead of figuratively. People that say literally instead of figuratively, figuratively will be phased out and literally will have two meanings, which it does. It has the literal, literal meaning, literally, and it also has this hyperbolic figuratively meaning. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I just, and again, I I mean, I'm not a grammar, a grammar Nazi is somebody who corrects people and tries to fix it. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm just going to talk about it on a podcast, but Sure. <laughs> like, if I understand a, a person's meaning, I, I won't correct them on the spot unless I feel like it's so egregious that I feel like they will embarrass themselves if they continue life right. saying what they just said. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question, then. Yeah. Have you guys ever been caught on fire? <laughs> yes. You have? Yeah. <laughs> to your person? Yeah. Uh, flames. My yes. <laughs> Someone lit my arm hair on fire. Your body? Okay, but have you ever been like, ha- have you ever had like a standing flame on your body? No. It would have to be on hair, right? I mean, unless you have like a scar from, you know, seared flesh. No, no, it could be on your clothes. Like if you say your clothes are lit, lit on fire. Oh, okay. It can be your clothes. I just thought about this because I just remembered how stop, drop, and roll was such a big deal. Such a big deal. It's a huge deal back yeah. in elementary school. Yeah. And I just, I've never had the opportunity <laughs> to yeah. use it. So Well, and when you see people on fire on TV, yeah. like they trained us so well that I'm literally like, how are you not stop, dropping, and rolling right now? Like it, it doesn't make any sense to me that these people... <laughs> don't know what to do spoken like someone who's never been caught on fire and can't understand the adrenaline and panic to not think clearly to stop drop and roll right but i'm saying (laughs) the training i think was was pretty successful yeah but i think when you're actually caught on fire maybe you just don't trust that that is actually going to put it out better than you batting it with your hand (laughs) yeah you know Mm -hmm. drop and roll well if you ever get caught on fire i'll just yell yell that at you stop and roll. I think you got to say it faster than that. <laughs> well, for, no, you got to walk me through it. Like, don't don't move on to drop until I've mm-hmm. come to a stop. Stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I guess we could just go ahead and transition because it kind of ties into what made me think of this. But uh, it's time for Read Fellas, R-E-A-D. I read the book Fly Boys, Ooh. which was, let me just go ahead and put this tidbit in here. It was written in 2003. Mm-hmm. A movie then titled Fly Boys came out in 2006 mm-hmm. starring James Franco. But it's not based on the book at all. That's weird. It's not. But it's, I mean, it's the same okay. idea. Like Fly Boys are Navy pilots in the fucking war. And that's what James Franco is in okay. this fucking movie in World War One. And in this book, it goes into a little bit of the history of Fly Boys and stuff. But it's mostly about World War Two and the Fly Boys eight in particular that went and bombed uh i wanted to say chichen itza uh, but no it's uh i think it's chi chi chichi jima 
and Chong. I think that I got oh, that right. Okay. So Iwo Jima is where the you know letters from Iwo Jima. There's yep. a fucking Clint Eastwood I'm movie. Aware. That's where they fucking raised the flag. The, yes. the statue where they raised the flag. The Marines did. Yes. That's Iwo Jima. I think just south of that is uh, Chichijima. I fucking hope I got that right. <laughs> and that's where this story mostly takes place. So Flyboys is written by the same guy, James Bradley, who wrote Flags for Our, our fathers. fathers. Flags of Our Fathers. Flags of Our Fathers. Takes place on Iwo Jima. Mm-hmm. And then Clint Eastwood made a movie about that and then made the, op- the other side, which might be in the book too. It might both be based off of that book because in Flyboys, he definitely tells both sides mm. as far as from the perspective of the Flyboys and the soldiers, Japanese soldiers in Chichijima. Anyways, ton of knowledge in this book. Like so much shit I had no idea about as far as World War II. Mm. I mean, I didn't go in there thinking I knew everything about World War II. <laughs> right. But... It was definitely like, holy shit, like just sure. like little things like Hitler. I've always thought that the <laughs> atomic bomb yeah. is what like made the Germans surrender, like dropping on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Like that power, right. like I they thought, saw that yeah. in Germany and they're like, all right, like you mm-hmm. guys win. But no, Germany surrenders May 7th, 1945. The Hiroshima bomb, it was bombed on August 6th, 1945. So oh. like four months, months later. Yeah. Three. Mm-hmm. I mean, he goes into in the book why it was actually bombed. And then three days later, Nagasaki's bombed. So, like, well, wasn't it in response to Pearl Harbor? N- so, <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be a, a crazy escalation of that. <laughs> that's what <happened. laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> but no, what happened was so J- Japan started, they call it the Rape of China, mm-hmm. of East China. And it's kind of instigated by the United States. He goes into all this history. Fascinating. Yeah. United States back in the mid 1800s wanted to start conquering the Pacific. (laughs) And so they go traveling out there. They come upon different islands off the coast of Japan. And they're like, we want these. And of course, and the Japanese people are like, like, okay, you guys are weird. But (laughs) Japan has a long history. Like you're from two different planets or something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's where I got this from, that phrase from. He says it. Yeah, so mid-1800s, uh, basically, Japan at that time, they've had a long history, very lush history of feeling like they are uh, gods. Mm-hmm. Like, they think everyone else praises a god, but they think themselves are of god because I think Japan, it's they call it uh, Napon, which literally means like land of the rising sun, and they think that they're fucking... Like the the sun rises on there on Japan before anyone else, like over yeah. the Pacific Ocean. Is that what hits their flag first. is? It might be, yeah. Huh. So, I mean, it's I don't think that's abnormal thinking. Right. So they just think, and and back when I think they were attacked by like the Mongols or something. Yeah. They had typhoons and stuff. Like they didn't have to do anything. The typhoons oh, just fuck. took them all out <laughs> Damn, and, and protected Holly. them. And so they're like, oh yeah. So it's a sign from God. Like we're God's people. Right. So they've thought that the entire time. And then the U.S. comes along and they're like, knock, knock, like we want your shit. <laughs> so they were like, what the fuck is this bullshit? And they, it was almost like a disease that we gave them of thinking in order to be a great nation, you have to expand Conquer. your land. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, well, that's what we're going to do. And so they, mm. started, they started expanding into China and they did the most oh horrific shit. I mean, we did horrific shit because they, they, <laughs> they took it by like our example of what we're doing to the Native Americans. Yeah. How fucked up that was. And they're like, this is what we're going to do to China. But I mean, they're Mm -hmm. like, 
I'm not even gonna say it on the pod because it's it's the most disgusting things I've ever heard. Tell me. Like they would like throw banana peels on the ground and like have them slip on them. Oh no. They would have tickle fights with them. No, it's legitimately disgusting things. Like it's just like it's gross. Okay. And so, anyways, you're gonna do this. To it's our a listeners very right now. Yeah, it's a. If you read the book, if you really want to know how and he gives in, goes into all the details, but <laughs> you could just Google it too. So there's the fucking whole rape of China, <laughs> and so Russia is like, don't do that. Like, <laughs> leave China alone. And then, <laughs> and, then <That's> nice. <laughs> and then Japan gets confused. So then the U.S. gets involved, and they're like, yeah, stop, leave China alone. And then Japan gets confused. They're like, wait, what the fuck? Like, this is what you guys did. Mm. But at the time, like, we were kind of done with the whole fucking with Native Americans thing. Yeah. Like, we've already expanded to the West. Are we, the, the white people won. Right. Yeah, we killed all of them. <laughs> right, right, right. It's not like we were like, oh, we got to, <laughs> we don't have a change of heart necessarily. <laughs> it's like, there's no more left. <laughs> so U.S. plays the high and mighty, says, don't, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Japan's like, fuck you guys. Because I think, like Russia did some expansion too, and the United States did nothing. So what it came down to was racism. Like yeah. because they're Japanese and they don't look like white people, they're not allowed to do this. Right. So, so mm-hmm. their insane animosity between Japan and the United States, and this goes to something where the entire time I thought that like Germany and Japan, like even though they're way far apart, yeah, were in cahoots as. No, this is a war with the world, homie. Exactly. It's like <laughs> there were no Nazis in, in Japan. Correct. But they're allies with the right. Nazis. <laughs> it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like they become allies just because of the whole enemy of my enemy situation. Yeah. Right. But Japan has a very strict attack first, declare war second policy. Oh, okay. Hence Pearl Harbor. Yeah. So they come and they're like, Fuck your couch. The element of surprise. And then, I mean, that's obviously, uh, it's just not going to go down well in history. Right. When something like that happens. And so, of course, now the United States is extremely upset. Right. And, and you, don't want, you don't want them to be upset. And as much as we hated Nazis at the time, the, the level of hatred towards the Japanese was unlike anything else. I've heard about this. Like... Yeah. Which is so weird to me. I mean, just the whole, because it was harder to dehumanize Germans because they look like us. <laughs> right. But yeah. to but dehumanize like, Japanese Japan. people. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, now, now, so now everything's copacetic. We're all, <laughs> we're homies. But yeah. Because didn't they do like those camps where they like re-educated you or whatever if you were Japanese? Well, that was the most fucked up thing that we did was we took American Japanese people and put yeah. them in, in internment camps. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just that's the whole the process. That's the most fucked up thing? I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, just everything else is war-related. That's not. That's just sure. to civilians. It's, right. just, it's completely fucked those up. Are, yeah, those are Americans. Yeah, those are people loyal to I'm America. I'm just asking. It sounds like you got a lot of terrible info, so I just, I'm just asking the question. <laughs> They're like, if that's the worst thing, I think you can handle these <laughs> gross things you were talking no, about No, that's earlier. the worst thing I think that America did. Hmm. We did a lot of other fucked up things, but it was in the realm of war mm-hmm. and but like the bombing so it's of a different paradigm japan involved civilians but many oh yeah yeah no i'm that's definitely horrific but they were considered our enemy whereas sure. japanese americans are citizens of america <laughs> yeah. 
I just feel like just it's it's a different fucking. It is weird. There's no grounds for it, right? It's other it's than just pure, pure. Yeah, it's just illogically it's, mean. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that shit was logically mean, <laughs> yo. Illogically mean. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm not to fucking fucking go into everything about this book. I mean, the majority of this book is going into all these details about all the, the flyboys that went over. First of all, it's like our air power. At first we we're like, fuck air power. Every, wars are fought on the ground. Uh, and it took so long to convince everyone how effective airplanes That's were so at, at fucking mm-hmm. causing destruction. And then these flyboys go over and we start bombing any, to bring it full circle mm-hmm. to being on fire. I had no idea exactly what napalm was before I read this book. Yeah. Napalm is like a fucking gasoline jelly. Yes. That I did know this. It mm-hmm. burns longer and hotter than gasoline because it's like a thicker. Mm-hmm. And just from the going uh, being on fire yourself point, if it's on you, you can't bat it out because the jelly just gets on whatever you're trying to bat it oh, with. Oh, lovely. And it just spreads. Good. It's just an cool. immediate wow. spreading. That's awesome. It's it's completely destructive weapon it's it's a Jesus horrific fuck. and that and napalm is what the u.s used for the majority of the time bombing like 30 different japanese cities and these aren't just like villages J- japan had a bigger population than the united states at the time oh my god and so there there did a comparison of like tokyo was like new york city like mm-hmm. and they had all these other cities like mm. population like comparisons like they had their own chicago they had their own los angeles like all these japanese cities damn and they just were fucking decimated by napalm napalm killed more people than the atomic bombs during the war which is just insane yeah they thought that you know just bombing napalm with napalm alone probably would have ended the war without the atomic bomb but the reason why we dropped the atomic bomb eventually is because japan is so fucking stubborn and they're they have a suicidal honor mentality right. where they're kamikaze we're, we're all just gonna die yeah before we surrender mentality mm-hmm. yeah at a certain point i mean it's all controversial whether or not you're like did we have to drop the atomic bomb didn't we it's like how many more people mm-hmm. have to die and so the the logic behind dropping the bomb was if we drop this it will end you know soon as opposed to ending <laughs> a year from now after sure. we've fucking napalm more and more cities yeah Holy fuck. Shit got crazy. Mm. It's insane what happened. And lots of info in this book. Uh, It's pretty good. Um, It does go into a lot of details about these, like eventually you're just reading over and over just so kind of the same story of these flyboys. They fly over there, they get shot down, they get imprisoned and killed by these. Like everyone's names are in here. The fucking prison guards from Japan, like he's interviewed like all these people. And so there's lots of detailed information about what happened. It goes in, I mean, George Bush was one of the fly, fly boys. He's one of the ones who lived. Mm. George Bush Sr. Well, fuck. I'm like, got, probably going to read this now because I'm horrified. And well, I mean, I could tell you some of the shit after the pod. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you could read it. My only negative thing about it is it does yeah. sort of retread a lot of the same territory repeatedly. Okay. But. And they use that that phrase that you don't like he also does a little a lot of things where uh he's giving into a lot of woo mm-hmm. like a lot of things that were coincidences but he's giving credence to like families being like uh i the 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 his picture fell off the mantle and it broke and i knew that day that something had happened and then his next sentence will be like 
and he, that was the same day of that he Christ. actually died. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. it was a legitimate yeah. touch of God that happened. Like he does a little bit of that, which mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of, but uh, like the story itself is, God is crazy real. enough. You don't need to be like, but isn't this make it yeah. crazier? Like, <laughs> And it yeah. turns out Japanese were the people of God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's his whole argument. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Japanese. A lot of Japanese-related things happening. We watched. I just True. finished a movie that Morgan fell asleep twice. I know. During, I'm super bummed. Called Shoplifters. It's good. I, it's not. I was not Japan. falling out of falling asleep out of uh, non-interest. Boredom. But yeah. So yeah, this movie's good. It's about a family who they shop. It's not a family. It's like a bunch. Group. Of, it's like a group. <laughs> that it's, it's a they selected sort of family group of misfits broke. They. Sh- they shoplift and they find they come across a like a four-year-old girl who is in a, an abusive household and she's hungry and they take her home they shoplift her basically and so it's it's the shenanigans that ensue from that event and a lot of this movie hinges on how adorable this four-year-old so girl is fucking cute dude super cute yeah yeah lots of emotions in this movie it's good it's a good movie a little bit of a slow burn, but definitely has got a lot of uh, ambiguous morality in it. Mm. And the other movie we watched is also Asian. Yeah. Uh, called Mother. Mother. Directed by Ooh. Bong Joon-ho. I wanted to see this. It is a Korean film that I really liked. I, I liked thought, it a lot, too. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I recommend this one about a mom whose retarded son is convicted of killing a girl and yeah. she tries to clear his name where'd you guys watch that you rent it or what it's on hulu oh hell yeah i recommend you watch this movie one of the best opening sequences i think i've ever seen <laughs> it's pretty dope yeah yeah so <laughs> hell yeah i don't want to spoil anything about it don't spoil it Mother. Um, other movies Morgan watched. Oh, I guess I watched this too, but I walk, I come down into the room. Morgan puts on a movie to go to bed. She's 22 minutes into Goodwill Hunting, and the volume is like four seconds off. Yeah. And I knew that it was going to, I knew it was going to upset you so much, which is part of the reason why I kind of left it. For 22 minutes, she was watching this movie where it's like his hand hits the glass as he's like, Do you like apples? And then the guy's like yeah. shaking his head. Yeah, and he's walking away. He's like, "Well, I got a dub, but how do you like that?" And I was like, "Nothing is aligning." I'm like, "How are you watching this movie?" I was hoping it would make me close my eyes. And no, her eyes were open when I walked in. <laughs> so I fixed it immediately. E- easy fix. Yeah, I just pause. Enter. I had tried to fix it by pausing it and waiting for a while and pressing play, and it didn't fix it, and that's where I stopped. How did you fix it? I just exited <laughs> and then press press, press play. Oh, on okay. It. Yeah. So, but. Now that I'm laying next to her in the room, she falls asleep immediately. But <laughs> now I'm watching the movie. I can't fall asleep during Goodwill Hunting. I watch the whole fucking thing. But if sure. you push up, Jerry. You <laughs> uh, sent me a snap. This movie's so good, man. Like, I, I get there's things that people like dog on it for, whatever the pop psychology, the this wouldn't happen, that would happen. I feel like it only gets that criticism. Mm-hmm. Because it's so good, like you're, it's a nitpicky sort of thing where right. something becomes so popular and so good at the same time. It's like now we have to break it down. Yeah. Whereas if it wasn't, it was if it was never good or considered good, 
they would have never gotten to this level of incremental criticism. Yeah. Yeah. So I fucking, I give a pass to all that fucking, you know, it's not your fault shit. It's like, people are like, oh yeah, that's not how fucking therapy works. Like whatever. It's like, they never said that he's fixed after that. Right. You know, it's like, you right. can have a breakthrough. Yeah. It's not just that he's his mm-hmm. therapist. Like they're friends and yeah. they've been through similar shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like a bonding moment. And he's not after that being like, now I don't have problems. It's like, no, it's just. He's, but he's made a connection. Yeah. Which is a huge thing. Yeah. So it's like, I don't, I, I disregard that fucking hate that it gets. Everything that this movie gets criticized for, I have, I have a justification for. It's like this fucking, <laughs> it's so good. It's like scene by scene, this movie is so solid. Like, I love every scene in the movie. Like, yeah. The next scene comes up, I'm like, oh, yes, this is <laughs> one of my favorites. Next scene comes up, oh, I like this scene, too. Uh-huh. Robin Williams is obviously very good in it. He's Every scene that he's in, he's fucking dropping very poignant knowledge, mm-hmm. queuing up the fucking feels. Yeah, which is interesting. I mean, those parts were written by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Right. Which is just funny to me. Yeah, why? I don't know. They just don't seem like the most in touch emotionally in <laughs> yeah. touch yeah <laughs> well that's it and then people give it hate too like oh yeah it's just ben affleck and matt damon like no that's why i think hollywood it's so cool. this is what they think life is like just a really smart person kicking they ass. weren't it's famous like, yeah it's like they weren't famous at the time stop reading into things yeah like you know that yeah. about <laughs> them but watch the movie without knowing that yeah like, it's funny how i feel like after that movie it was really kind of harped on that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and like Matt Damon was the smart one and Ben Affleck was kind of a dummy mm-hmm. and it's like you're just fucking extrapolating yeah. from Good Will Hunting like why would you from, assume yeah. that's <laughs> the way they are in real life yeah fucking they're you acting. think movies are real you fucking dumb fuck <laughs> you have no information yeah. about which one did the, the heavy lift like there's the family guy joke where Ben Affleck is sort of like fucking around while Matt Damon's writing the movie oh, basically and he's like yeah he's like are you gonna help me write this movie and Ben Affleck just like farts and stuff <laughs> it's like no <laughs> footing in reality but yeah upon watching it again and I always felt this way but I think Minnie Driver is fucking so good in this movie oh yeah she's so good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just yeah. as every fucking emotion that she conveys every line that she delivers I feel like is real yeah i think she's good too like when they say like acting is listening i feel like she fucking nails that better than anyone because i feel like a lot of scenes that they do in this movie it could be very much jumping the gun from the actor's perspective as far as like preloading in the emotion Mm -hmm. like when she when Mm -hmm. she wakes him up and she's like hey will like you want to go to california with me like that seems so good on Mm -hmm. her part because she has no like fear or anything when she's asking him and she's like thinks it's like playful right and whatever but matt damon is immediately like on guard right and he's like what the fuck but she has she doesn't know she doesn't know the inside of his head how he has all these problems with (laughs) fucking intimacy and shit Mm -hmm. so she the way she's acting i feel like is she's not acting like she's ready to brace for impact yeah Yeah. brace for impact which eventually happens (laughs) yeah but it's so it's like the way that she starts slowly realizes that, oh, he's really upset right now, <laughs> yeah. is fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just such a be- bewildering reaction, first of all. It was, mm-hmm. like, so intense. Yeah. And, like, yeah, she's, like, confused, but then, and, like, also a little afraid. And then, yeah, like, this whole mm-hmm. cycle of 
of right. that scene. Like he says something combative to her, but she thinks that he's joking. So he yeah. she kind of like brushes it off like, no, I don't think it's that. I just right. want you to go to California with me. And then he escalates it further. Or like even other little things like Matt Damon calls her on the phone. Like they had a date. It went nice. And then time went by and he hasn't called her. Mm-hmm. But then he calls her on a pay phone and she picks up. She's just in her dorm room, you know, and she picks up. She's like, hello. And Matt Damon's not saying anything. She's like, hello. She's like, professor, whatever. Is, mm-hmm. Are you are you calling me again? And Matt Damon hangs up. And then she goes. And then she hangs up. She's just like, freak. Yep. And she <laughs> continues what she's doing. And I feel like it, like a lot of other movies might go like the route of like, is that you? Matt? Is that you, Will? Or, sorry, Will. Right. Right. <laughs> like, it's just, like, you know, the fucking yeah. omniscient yeah. fucking person. Like, this must be right. like, No, they had one date and it happened like four days ago. Right. Why would she think it was Will calling her who's not saying anything? Right. So they do a lot of things like that. A lot of, a lot of little details that I just think it's so good. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. It's my favorite. I'm fucking due for a rewatch. And the Elliot Smith soundtrack, of course, gets me of every course. time. So good. Yeah. Morgan watched some other stuff, but Jamal, <laughs> before we get to Morgan, let's go to you. I feel like I haven't heard your voice in a minute. Go ahead. You watch some movies? <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched quite a few movies this week. One of them was a Robin Williams movie. Patch Adams. We watched with the fam. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, nice. Does it hold up? Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. But I loved this movie when I was a kid. I love Mrs. Doubtfire. And it's it's good. I, I mean, I definitely enjoyed it. And uh, I think about like my experience with people dressing in drag, like in witnessing it in movies, because I had a very like visceral reaction to Woody Harrelson and anger management. I don't know if you recall yeah, that scene. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> the, you, you guys are freaks. And I'd never seen Woody Harrelson before, and he's dressed as a lady hooker. Mm-hmm. And he's in the car. And there's all, there was a bunch of, and I saw this movie when I was pretty young. There's a bunch of like jokes alluding to that, oh, his dick just came out of his skirt or whatever, and Adam Sandler's uncomfortable. But I didn't really understand any of that until the point where he goes, you guys are freaks. <laughs> and I was like, what? The, oh, this is a guy. Like I was, I thought it was a lady because yeah. <laughs> I never seen that done yeah, before. Yeah, the idea you know? of you feeling like this is a motherly figure that I can trust turning on you and being like, no, this is a murdering male. Very scary. Very yeah, scary. Yeah. <laughs> it was very frightening. And so there, I'm trying to think, I feel like there was other instances of that, but that's the main one that comes to mind as far as in my, in my younger years, that uh, being uh, freaky for me. But then I loved Mrs. Doubtfire, and I think it was because it was... Uh, <laughs> There was no smoke and mirrors for the audience as far, you know, there was no bait and switch. You, you watch him transform. Um, and I loved that movie. It made me feel safe, you know? <laughs> so um, <laughs> I saw, uh, we watched Orange County together. Oh, I was just trying to talk Morgan into watching that. I was like, hey, Morgan, like, she has never seen it. And I was like, it's really only watch, you should watch it for Jack Black, because Jack Black's hilarious in it. Right. Yeah. And he is. He is very funny in it. Morgan, you should watch Orange County. Okay. I saw, I rewatched the movie Particle Fever. Have you guys seen Particle no, Fever? No, Particle Fever. It's about the Large Hadron Collider when they found the Higgs boson. Oh, we have oh, seen I, that. I've seen that, yeah. It's a doc, right? It's a documentary, yeah. I can't believe I used to call you boson. I forgot about that. Yeah. I called you that for a long time. Yeah. She's talking to me. Yeah. Well, this is news to me. I think that was part of the Bo, Bob, Mm-hmm. Evolution is is after of we course. watched that movie. I called you Boson for a good year. Yeah. 
You bring it back. I like it. Boson. And Boson. Then, yeah. And then I think that's how I got to Bo and then Bob ultimately. But you would call me, you called me Higgs a couple times, but it never really stuck. I'm not very good at sticking to You're nicknames. not good at it. No. <laughs> In fact, it's even like the, the Mo fucking... guns you've already given up on. So I'm not giving up. I will say it, but <laughs> it's always like I'll, I'll say, hey, boo, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, I'll be like, Mo guns. Like, so it's, it's just too late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm pretty good Late at on the it, draw. apparently. I never have been in the past, but I clearly just love you more than you love me, and so I... That's not what it is. Mm. Have... I feel like Jordan is better at giving people names that they take on themselves, <laughs> right. as opposed to like a nickname that he gives them sure. and calls them by that. It's the wanting to be original in me so bad <laughs> sure. that I always, instead of having a go-to name, I'd rather call you something completely new. Right, and see how that right. fares. Because like, yeah. I'll throw out things that just aren't regulars that sure. we'll forget about. Like, I'll probably call you everything. Like, depending on what you're doing. <laughs> oh, you're frying up steak? Hey, steaky. What's <laughs> going on, steaks? Like, <laughs> it's like that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. What did, I feel like you called me something recently that was really funny. I definitely do. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just he loves so you very much. bananas. But yeah, no, Boson, that was, that was definitely part of that. Oh, the jam. Ian does this. Ian does the same thing with his kids. Like when they're young, he always comes up with a brand new name for them every time he like walk into the room again. <laughs> <laughs> like he'll call like <laughs> there was one time Chase when he was younger. Ian's in the middle of talking to Nicole, and then uh, Chase walked in and like was waiting for a little bit to like for their conversation to be done. And as soon as it was done, Ian just turns to him and goes, what's up, Gigabyte? <laughs> <laughs> just shit like that all the time. What's it, up, Gigabyte? It's better than, <laughs> than the comfort of the same name. You don't got to trash Morgan's methods. For me personally. <laughs> okay. All right. Nice save. I like to stick with the same one until it takes it on its own life, yeah. you know, and it evolves. That's the thing. It's like right. you're not forcing it. Like this is just coming to you naturally. What mm. you're calling me? Yeah, you guys are. Da- you're in your own natural rhythm. And then you know, I put small twists on it. Not always intentionally. These are mutations that just occur mm-hmm. randomly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes it in a new direction. Cool. So, so miss Miss Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, After Hours. Oh, oh! sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing out the mic there, yeah. Morgan. My bad. Um, Huge celebration. My ear drums. Yeah. I really like this movie. Isn't it good? It's so good. It's fucking funny. It's fucking weird. Isn't it, isn't it kind of scary? It's a little spooky. Especially, yeah, and more so in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's like, sure. what the fuck? Like, I think I would have been more on edge had we not talked about it yeah. beforehand. Because I was definitely like, I didn't give up the creep factor for a while. Like, I was like, yeah. what is up, dude? Yeah. Like, I'm Yeah, scared. him going into that fucking apartment <laughs> with that chick in the room. Is, it's definitely like, where the fuck is this going? Yeah. And he's like reading about burns and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then it just turns into an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where all these things <laughs> get set up for being called back later. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone is great in it. And all the different characters that he runs into are all their own quirky and shit and it's fucking funny yeah watching him fall apart uh, and being so like with uh yeah catherine <laughs> o'hare when she's he's yeah. trying to 
He's trying to he's, use he's, the phone. He's using the phone. He's dialing, yeah. and they give him a number to, to fucking remember. And he's trying to remember to head in his head, and she's just like eight seven four four seven. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I totally forgot like, the number. All right, let me just call him All back. Right, yeah. And she won't stop doing it. Eight seven four four. He's like, I can't think of the number of when you're doing that. Jordan pointed out a great thing while watching it. He goes, "Both the parents from Home Alone." Oh yeah, yeah, both of them. <laughs> Catherine O'Hare. And, oh yeah, the and, bartender. And too, the bartender huh? is the dad. Yeah, that's right. I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> Friends, I guess. And what's her face? The one who the the waitress. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. She. It's funny you said the word friends. I was like, this looks just like Phoebe from fucking Friends, uh, but it's a totally different lady. <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah, totally different fucking lady. It is very different lady. Yeah, that's funny how uninterested he is in her, and yeah. then ends up having to go to her yeah. apartment. And she's like, hey, "Just give me your number, I'll call you back." She's like, "Okay, it's five four four three three. It's like, "All right, it's not enough numbers, but not enough numbers, but <laughs> <laughs> that's my number. It's very easy to remember." Yeah. <laughs> And then he like he like leaves amicably, you know. All right, it's great. And he like takes a breath outside of her apartment door. Uh-huh. And then she's like, "Oh, you forgot the paperwork." He's like, "Get that the fuck out of my face!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> she blows up at her. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a fucking gem. Yeah, it's dope. Um, I watched a movie. I watched three more movies. I'll just run through them real quick. Okay. I watched a movie called Idiots and Angels. That sounds awful. Which is, you guys aware of Bill Plimpton? No. <laughs> sounds familiar. So Bill Plimpton is an animator. He makes animation movies that are all hand-drawn. Like, each frame is hand-drawn. He works with a team of animators, and his animation style is really cool. And he has a bunch of short films and stuff, which are interesting, which I'm sure you guys would probably recognize if you saw him. But, uh, so there's, like, no dialogue in the movie. It's all, but there's, like grunts like what he does with sound is interesting but it's about a guy who fucking lives this like monotonous sort of life he gets up he fucking goes to this bar and he's like a piece of shit like he gropes the fucking wait a waitress there he's he's an arms dealer like under the table he's a piece of shit he's a shitty dude and then uh one day wakes up and he has these tiny wings on his back and he first he like just like cuts them off of his fucking back and then the next day they grow back and then he like learns to fly, and then, but it's like it has to do with like morality, like these wings. Like he tries to like use these wings to like dive down and like steal a lady's purse, but then the the wings immediately like take the bag and throw it back to her and shit. So it's like him becoming a better person through these fucking wings. I don't know. It's 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 kind of a dope movie, <laughs> um, and the animation is fucking sick. You recommend? I recommend. It's called Idiots and Angels. Yeah, and then I watched a movie called Naked. It came out in the '90s. It's uh, you just wanted to see some David Thelewis. Is that his name? Thelewis. 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 This movie is. I enjoyed this movie, but it's 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 fucking. You don't recommend. I I don't know. I think you guys should watch it. I I don't recommend necessarily to the listeners. <laughs> but it's, it's weird. What made but you I, watch it? But I would it? recommend it maybe to you guys. The title. It had been on my list for a while. I saw it. I have this the Criterion Channel um, subscription now, and mm. it was on there. I was like, all right, I'll peep it. Word. Yeah, but David Thelewis plays a fucking... He's like this like fast-talking... Like He's sort of an insufferable fucking character. He just fucking... He's a fucking know-it-all. 
and reads a lot so he just is saying all this shit and he's like really hard to fucking talk to but it gets interesting like the different characters that he bumps into because he ends up like just wandering the streets at night just looking for a place somewhere else to crash and he bumps into a lot of different interesting characters it reminds me a little bit of after hours in that way but yeah it's it's, it's interesting better than wakefield <laughs> this is our barometer better than wakefield this is a post-Wakefield era. Okay, but this is this is good. This is good barometer. We, we will probably watch this in order to be like, what does that is mean? this better than Wakefield? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get the new barometer. And if this movie is not good, yeah. we could be like, give you shit for it. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, right, right. And then I'll re- this next movie was a rewatch for me. When I saw it the first time was years ago. I really liked it then, but I hadn't seen it since. It's a Portuguese movie, and it's not available anywhere. I've been trying to rewatch it for years, and I can't fucking find it anywhere to stream or anything. And you can't even. I would try to order it on Blu-ray or DVD, but the only ones you can get is like you have to also get a Blu-ray player or a DVD player from South America, right? <laughs> like a different you know kind of player there. You can jailbreak. Uh, blu-ray player to play that region but it usually only works once so like now this blu-ray it'll permanently only be able to play that region i had to do that with uh on my old computer i was like i never watched dvds but i had a dvd of the animated show of andre 3000's animated show i can't remember what it's called right now (laughs) that was on cartoon Mm -hmm. network and i bought the first season of Uh it but it was only in british region so i did that on my computer Uh So my computer would play. Interesting fact, factoid. Was it worth it? I never. I saw the first three episodes. I realized, oh, this is for kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was, I'm such a huge Andre Three fan. So I just, I right, you can complete us. Yeah. This is for kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I've been long searching again to watch this movie. What's and it called? Then it was. It's called Taboo. T-A-B-U. You told us about this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was on the Criterion channel. Oh. This is actually the reason I got the subscription. Tight. I was like, finally, I can fucking stream this movie again. And I rewatched it, and I really love this movie. I I recommend it, uh, but with the caveat of it holds a special place in my heart, (laughs) so I don't know how, like, transferable that is, you know? But I really enjoy this movie. Um, It's done in two parts, sort of somewhat modern day uh, yeah like two, 2010 2011 is the first half and then it goes back i think into like the 1940s or something for the second half and sort of two stories in in one but it's it's uh it's good i don't want to say too much about it but it's 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 great i, I love this movie this isn't the taboo starring tom hardy is it no <laughs> 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 the television show program yeah no program that is uh, spelled t-a-b-o-o this is t-a-b-u taboo and you'd have to get a criterion subscription if you guys want to watch it or you can use mine yeah yeah i'll get those uh credentials from you yeah what was that what was the name of the guy again who made that anime it's not an anime oh it's uh just it's American animation. It's um his name is Bill Plimpton. Oh okay. Yeah. I wrote it down. Yeah, so we watched that Japanese movie Shoplifters, and I was thinking about how there's not a whole lot of live action 
Japanese movies coming out of Japan, I feel. Like, they're heavy on the anime. Heavy anime. Mm-hmm. I told Jordan this. I was like, I genuinely, like, wish that I was Japanese so that I could understand this anime fascination. Like, it's it's obviously something so deep and inherent in their culture at this point that it's, like, unquestionable whether you like anime. I mean, it's just fucking mm-hmm. fascinating to me. Yeah, I want to talk to the Japanese person who hates anime. I know. Who can be like, no, you're right. It's not interesting. Because the thing with anime is like, the characters are doing things that you would never be able to get away with in in real life. Like, these are not real human interactions. Like, these aren't how people, yeah. It's not how you communicate with another human. Right stylistic things that they do that maybe is what draws people to it but i don't i don't understand how there's like true dramas of anime like what the fuck yeah Mm -hmm. it's just it feels like you're hiding your lack of good writing behind an an animation and it's almost like a video game like if a video game has a passable storyline then it's like this is game Mm -hmm. of the year it's so good yeah it's like no you're video game level good you're not fucking (laughs) cinema level good right Right. It's it's unbelievable to me because they're so tech savvy. I mean, it's not like they are like behind the top, you know, but it's like no. really Tokyo is the most populated basic, city, huge metropolis now. Like weird animation shit where I'm like, this is a fucking cartoon, homie. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, I haven't done a whole hell of a lot of diving into it. Just the stuff that I have, I haven't been like, this is my shit. Yeah. So there are some anime that I like because I do I do tend to agree with with your point that I'm like I just it's whatever it is they're doing like campy is the wrong word but whatever that equivalent is you know what I mean like sure whatever that is it yeah this it's like it's hard to get into a lot of the characters and a lot of these things because you're like this that <laughs> you can't oh you can't even follow it <laughs> you can't even follow what the fuck the motivations are because these aren't how people behave. I just but. find myself being like, oh, this is like, okay. And therefore it's great for anime standards. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm never like, mm. this is better than fucking the Godfather or anything. Like, I mean, or, or is it <laughs> scratching the, is it their close. version of like garbage TV? Like, is it their reality TV? Is there anime? Like, is it? A, no, okay. it's not. No. Cause this is like art. Well, Whereas reality, t- reality TV is not art. <laughs> it's le- legitimately garbage. Another thing I noticed about fucking Asian movies, mm-hmm. live action, is they tend to really like to mic up mouth sounds in a, in a... Like noodle slurping? So, you know, it starts with fucking... Like eating's bad enough. Mm. Lots of noodles. <laughs> and it's like, it's very prominent. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, they're mics so you could hear them speaking. So you have to have mics on their mouths, <laughs> I guess. Like, the boom's targeted. <laughs> but I feel like in the mix, in the post, they, for, they like... fucking jack that shit up. <laughs> Boost them. To really get the get the wiggles. Like, get I feel like umami. Asian, and it, it, was, it happened in both shoplifters and in Mother. Yeah. So it's not just Japan or Korea or China. <laughs> I feel like all of them. Yeah. They're all doing this asmr the eating is bad but when they start making out like i is this just something that they like because they make they're they're kissing each other going 
like sucking on each other's faces, and their and the mouth sounds are loud I did as not fuck. Yeah. Well, next time you watch a fucking Asian <laughs> movie, foreign film, not fucking two Asian Americans, yeah. but like in, in fucking these Asian movies, like make out scenes. First of all, the girl's like, me. And then when they start kissing, it's like. What are you referencing specifically right now? <laughs> fucking it has mother. To be shoplifters. No, oh. and mother. They're fucking. When the chick is oh, making out. Oh, right, 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 right. They're yeah. sucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sucking and slurping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that might be sexy to Asian people, but it's definitely it's fucking mm. they like the repulsive <laughs> to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a fan. Uh, I'm definitely gonna suck and slurp your face later. Oh, <laughs> edit. So why? <laughs> I was first of all joking. I know. So was I. Okay. <laughs> Then Morgan watched a movie called fucking The Little Things of Women, Women's Little Parts. What is it called? What are you talking about? Little, little Women Things. Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> I forgot that I watched that. Yesterday you watched it. That's yes. why you were having such a rough day. Because right. you watched I this told, rough movie. I told my friend about it today. I was like, I watched this crazy sad movie. What's it called? Little Pieces Women. Pieces of a Woman. Pieces of a Woman. Okay. First of all, Shia LaBeouf is the male lead in this and I didn't know that as I started watching it so I was thrilled um because he's my baby but yeah so Jordan walks in the first 30 minutes is her having a home birth I'm walking in a lot 20 to 30 minutes <laughs> in the middle of Morgan's movies yeah sure it's a great yeah. opening scene I mean it's really uh, dramatic and impactful long but like you're interested it's a great it's a great it's a great opening a 35 minute before the title se- scene comes Opening up. sequence of her giving birth. Yeah. Complications. And so that. 30 minutes of that. She does this home birth. There's a midwife there, her and Shia. And uh, the baby dies like two minutes after she gives mm. birth to it. And the rest of the movie is just the fallout of that situation. And it mm. is fucking devastating this whole this whole movie is put just, her in a sad mood the rest of it <laughs> it was really awful mm. but i i mean it was good kind of it was just really depressing was there humor in it no so it was like never always sometimes never yeah yeah kind of <laughs> i mean there's kind of some uplift towards the end but not a lot you know mm-hmm. it's kind of just just a series Intense. of unfortunate events. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like because they've lost this child, now their relationship is having problems. Of course, he's an addict and he relapses as they all do. Yeah. Yada yada yada. So I forgot that I watched that. Thank you for the reminder. Could someone give me an example of a movie where a couple loses a child and then their marriage survives? Because I don't think that's ever been done in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Side note. Okay. I know. Email us at readfellows@gmail.com. <laughs> I also watched. Damn! Now I feel like I'm forgetting something else. You watched a whole watch. lot of 90 Day Fiance, the new season. Correct. Oh my goodness! I do have that written down. Which I didn't. I I watched one episode with, with her because she fucking begged me. Cause <laughs> wow! Because well, really... she knows. Because you know that <laughs> this is a complete waste of garbage time. Yeah. When you fucking watch this, but if I'm in the room, at least it's, it's like a bonding because we can talk shit together. Yeah. But 
Oh my God. I took, I watched one episode and I just, I'm on a, without the sugar, I feel like I'm more in a positive mood. Yeah. I have more like energy to do productive things. And I just have very little interest in watching this fucking show. You asked me for an update today. So yeah, I'll get, I'll get the, the cliff notes just fine. But you're making it sound, you always make it sound like, I don't know. You're I, like I feel bad for watching it now because you're like it's such a garbage, and I am not <laughs> eating sugar, and I like want to do productive things <laughs> with my time, and like I'm just like, all right. Like, I mean, this well, is all I mean, true. The thing is, is that he's not wrong. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I think he's doing it on purpose. It's a waste of time to watch. It's it's an exploitive show. Sure, like it's definitely entertaining. Yeah, for sure. But at what cost to your brain? You know. Well, I feel like I, mm-hmm. what, I once a year will watch something like this, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, but I just I, I you're getting it out of the year in the first uh, out of the way in the fucking <laughs> yeah. first quarter of the year. <laughs> yeah, top loaded. I'm not interested in spending my time watching that shit anymore. I guess okay. It's, uh, a lot of it just feels planned and planted, and mm-hmm. like you're like oh, like it's forcing you to be like that's so they're so dumb, but it's like who's the dumb one yeah. here? I, I it just it. I start to be like, I'm the stupid one right. when I'm watching it because yeah. it's <laughs> these people obviously are just unhappy or they know and they're all in on the joke of showing you and they're all playing it up for the cameras. It's just the ultimate feeling of gross. Yeah. So I've been watching that. <laughs> um, I watched the first five apps. Okay. And then I watched, um, it's called Excuse Me, I Love You. I thought it was an Ariana Grande documentary on Netflix. It is actually just almost entirely a concert footage. So I watched the whole thing anyway, still. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, I watched Mary Goes Round. This is a Canadian movie about an addictions counselor who is an alcoholic herself. It was okay. It was mediocre. And then I watched Good Will Hunting, which I already talked about. Yeah, meat yoke. Do you read anything, Morgan? No. <laughs> I read the news. I read the news. What about you, Jamal? Did you read something? I did. I read uh, uh, it's a short book. I read uh, Seven Brief Lessons on Physics Ooh. by Carlo Rovelli, Italian physicist. Okay. It's very good. Did you learn something? I feel something? like he's the one who wrote the time, yeah. the short time. of uh, The Order of Time. Yeah. Yeah. Which I haven't read. But it's on my list now. Jordan has. I have. <laughs> the good you recommend. Thank you. I don't recommend I, I just it, pulled but... that author, by the way. So oh, why? I'll see some recognition. Good job, Morgan. Thank you. I mean, the order of time is interesting, but it's. I went into it wanting to know cool things about. <laughs> it's been so. It was one of the earlier ones I read, so I can't really remember. But I, I remember thinking like I wanted to read about cool things about time like and it was more like basic yeah it was more basic and it was more about what time is so that part is a little interesting but again it wasn't what i was going into it expectations Mm -hmm. wise with yeah it was more breaking down just how time is basically entropy yeah and i got that from uh seven brief uh, lessons on physics as well. He goes into time, and he also I go. watched a talk he gave, and he talks about it there as well. <laughs> but something really interesting that uh, 
he talks about is this idea of loop quantum gravity. And are always you know people are trying to find this fucking the the theory for for quantum gravity will unify relativity and quantum mechanics and shit. And that's the big the big thing in physics. Science update. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the main answer that people are sticking with, or, or the, at least where most of the research tends to be, is for string theory. But loop quantum gravity is a, a whole different fucking ball game, and not nearly as many people are um, on board with it yet, which is. I guess you could look at it as like troublesome as far as whether or not it's it should be pursued if more people aren't gravitating towards it. But the the talk that I watched Carlo give on it is it's really interesting, and it makes it makes a lot of sense. Basically, saying that like these particles on the subatomic level don't exist in space; they make up space. Like that's what space is: is these particles and stuff. Yeah, and so. Isn't it's, there it's, something to it's do interesting. with like there's a big bang theory like that's what like what was before the big bang and it was like oh there was you can have like negative gravity and fucking quantum shifts will allow those to separate in a way and that's how you get the big bang or something like yeah and there's like theories about like you know black holes giving birth to new universes and stuff so maybe we're the inside of a black hole and shit like that it's very interesting very interesting shit. Things get wacky out in space. They get Wackety super wack. wacky. All right, let's see what Megan's wondering. Hey, Reed fellas. Whatever happened to Akon? I didn't Google it, but I want to, but I haven't yet, specifically to wait to hear what you guys say. <laughs> A woodwib. Uh, yeah. This is an excellent question, by the way. Akon is dead. What? No, he's not. He died. No, I don't know. Is he in he jail? I don't know. He was like banging like did the like the the pretending to hump a a girl on stage thing who turned out to be like 14 oh, oh, oh. And, okay but this is before oh, me too i don't know if that well what's his ass did that to miley cyrus the vmas what is his name he's a white man on the mass singer his name is robert or richard or he's uh, got billy ray cyrus no <laughs> <laughs> he's got hair <laughs> Like Justin Timberlake hair? Seacrest. Nope. Uh, Robin, Robin Thicke. Thicke. Yes. Thank wow. God on the is Masked real. Singer. Mm-hmm. Isn't he on The Masked Singer? I don't know. I think he's on The... Isn't he on The Voice or, or something? Maybe that. I don't know. Garbage. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch that. There's a girl I went to high school with who has become... Uh, we didn't know each other very well, but she she is now like a model and stuff, and she's like hung out with Akon... And Akon would FaceTime her and shit. It's well, very weird. <laughs> wow. Very odd. Yeah, that's that's she was super weird. Still still fairly young. I mean, I remember I went to <laughs> I went to Cancun in my college years and it was like, you know, spring break at one of the clubs mm-hmm. Akon was performing at. Mm-hmm. But he did performing, I put in quotes, because he didn't do any of it. Like his songs were playing, but all he did was like dance mm-hmm. on the stage and like <laughs> point a fucking laser pointer at people in the crowd, like shine it. Like people will look at themselves like the laser pointer's dancing on their dancing on their shirt and they'd be like, Wow and they'd freak out and he'd be like, No, I'm pointing it at you. And now I'm pointing at you and you freak out. Like it was a fucking oh my God. shit fest. 
That's like that sounds like what uh fucking you know who Riff Raff is? Yeah, that's some Riff Raff shit. Yeah, Riff Raff apparently performed in Anchorage and I had some friends that went to the show and they're like, Yeah, he just fucking <laughs> he just stood on stage and played his own music and like bopped his head. That is crazy. And then like pulled like seventeen year old girls on the stage to like sit in chairs <laughs> on the stage with him. What the fuck? It's like what the f- the fuck, dude? Yeah, it's more of like a event. Oh, we're all here and it's a party as opposed to a performance. They didn't really yeah. put any thought into super whack. Yeah, putting on a show. But yeah, Akon. Do you guys want to look up where he, what, what he's up to well, right let's now? Look. Sure. We've never done this. Yeah, let's. Uh, I'm gonna Google Akon. What's Akon up to? He's worth it. He's worth the Google. I'm locked up. It won't let me out. Won't let me smack out. Smack that. All on the floor. Smack that. Give me some more. Um, the singer, six. the singer born Aliun Theum. Oh, that's some doom shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> Took to Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I hate that phrase. I know you do. Phrase. Took to. To share that he's now <laughs> the official owner of a new city in his own country of Senegal. What? So he owns a city. Good for him. <laughs> Where? In Senegal. But where is that? Africa. Oh. As part of a deal with the African country's state-owned tourism company, Akon City (laughs) aims to become a fully sustainable (laughs) tourist village. What the fuck? That is so much more interesting than we would have ever come up with. Yeah, that's way better. That's crazy. (laughs) This one, it's... The question is, where is Akon now, 2020? And the answer just goes, Senegal. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Big things. He's on a whole nother level. Akon City. Uh, I have another potential with Wib, I think. Okay. Hit us with it. You know how, like, if you yawn, then it, like, is an addictive (laughs) thing where other people yawn? Yeah. Because they see it, and your brain's like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's almost subconscious. Like, you're just like, your brain's like, do we need more oxygen? Mm-hmm. Or like, they're tired, I'm tired. I don't know why. Even the word, you said that, and it made me get that the, the soft palate yeah. started Dude, I've rising. I've been yawning for yeah. the past 30 minutes. Thought yawning. You sleepy. Well, I had this question. Like, Do yawn triggers work from people you hate or re- resent? Oh. That's an interesting point. Because I, I, so. I had this situation, and I won't go into specifics here, but... I was interacting with someone who kind of annoys me. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. they yawned, I remember feeling a distinct feeling of non yawn. <laughs> <laughs> it was a spiteful non yawn, I felt. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I can totally see that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, huh. I wonder if there's been any studies on this. I mean, it's similar, somewhat, I mean, not as subconscious, but like, laughter laughter is involuntary when things are funny but i've experienced that with people i don't like <laughs> saying something that may have been objectively funny but i i i there's like it di- they haven't broken through to a level to where i'm like uh, almost like on guard or something <laughs> or i'm not like it's like withholding yeah laughter or it that at least adds to the context. It's like I am specifically not going to mirror you. Yeah, yeah, and like there's like laughter too that is like just communal, like it's just 
it may not be the funniest thing in the wor- world, but we're all just having a good time and we're chuckling and we're whatever. Yeah. It's like, um, I like you, you like me, we're having a good time. I'll laugh at the things you say. Yeah. Right. Whereas, yeah. Yeah. If you don't like the person, you don't want them to think that you're enjoying anything that they're saying. <laughs> you spitefully. It's like subtle ways of laugh. telling the truth to this person. Yeah. <laughs> and hoping they get the it's hint. Passive aggressive. Somehow without having yeah. to actually <laughs> confront them and be like, listen, I don't like you. Yeah. Like, let me just do it in all the subtle ways and but, maybe we don't have to spend as much fucking time together in the future. But it's weird how that would translate to a yawn. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want you to think that I'm also tired on the same level I as think you. It's right. your, I think it's resistance to mirroring them. Mirror resistance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'll buy that. Because, yeah, you maybe do that naturally with people to as a way of getting along and to connect with someone as you mirror their body language and yeah. Their thoughts. Yeah. But if you distinctively have no interest in wanting to connect with this person, You're you'll right. anti-mirror. Yeah, anti-mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Those anti-mirror neurons are just really firing off. Yeah. <laughs> Self-preservation. Fucking you're not a part of my tribe. Don't even think you are. Yeah. Word up. Well, that's all I got. This has been Same. Reed, fellas. Reed fellas, everybody. Um, Email us at readfellas at gmail.com. I made Caesar salad this week, and my breath is kicking. I love that garlic taste. <laughs> Oof. I love garlic. Oof. Small doesn't like garlic. You got them anchovies or what? Yep. Show did. Nice. It's in the sauce. It's in the Caesar sauce. Sure is. You don't have like raw chovies on top. Well, they're the raw. raw those raw the... chovies at that restaurant, I've, I still be thinking about those chovies. <laughs> <laughs> Those bond chovies. They are raw in there. There's also raw eggs in there. Yeah. Two raw egg yolks. Uh-huh. The ingredients on paper sound like it'd be gross, but I love it. I Dude. love a good gourmet Caesar salad. You got raw egg anchovies fucked on a garlic. It is so insane that anyone that anyone would ever be like, This is what we're gonna do. I mean, mm-hmm. it is put this. This must have been a happy accident. Here's what we have on hand. Yeah, we have some old bread. Gnarly, all, super fucking <laughs> hard to crunch. It's probably just made by a mad genius, a palate genius mm. who understands salt, fat, acid, heat. A fucking visionary. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Uh, join us next week. We'll, we'll where we will have another episode for you. Ooh, I'm gonna have Gordon <laughs> tell right. me all these nasty, nasty flyboys things. <laughs> flyboys, yeah. I'm not a flyboy. Uh, quit talking. Mm. Put butter on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated. <laughs>